This is Tipstar's Group 1 horse racing throughout Australia and we're here to examine the big races and the betting strategy for today. And they're off. G'day everybody, thanks for tuning back in. What a great day of racing we've got ahead of us on Saturday. Arguably Caulfield's biggest day of the year. Four Group 1s, then up to Randwick for another Group 1. Five for the day. We're still in lockdown. Can't think of a better way to spend my Saturday afternoon than glue to the TV and putting on some bets. Hi, I'm the Professor. And I'm his mate Nick and I'm pretty excited. Gazza, the, the pockets... The uh, in- intro, that music, should they be called the empty pockets? Because I think we've got a few empty pockets right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 we've got empty po- a jacket full of empty pockets. <laughs> we've uh, got a few group ones to examine, so let's get cracking. Let's look at last week. Uh, Ramwick up at um, Sydney. Yes, look, I'm going to just skip through last week pretty quickly. Um <laughs> Without going into too many details, big big blue, deep blues bets. It's value bets, not much chop. We didn't get pick anything up there. And yet um, it picked a lot of its favourites. One didn't they? It picked a few favourites. Yep, it did. It picked um, it picked Probabil and very elegant. Uh, That's we, a great race by Probabil from that wide barrier. Oh, they were both great races. Very elegant. Oh, it's yeah. Just stuck its nose out yeah. right at last. Anything well, could have won that last. Could race. I say that that's your favourite horse? Very elegant, isn't it? Um, Probably yeah, pretty close yeah, to it, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, how about Nature Strip? It was mowing Nature down. Strip. It was mowing down, Gary. I heard <laughs> mowing down. <yeah. laughs> um, Chris Waller reckons that Nature Strip over raced early, and it sometimes does that. Yeah. Which, if it's got pressure on it early, yeah, it tends to just burn its burn its energy up, and then comes you know it doesn't have anything for the last you know two hundred meters. Mm. Um, but the quaddies, we went on Sydney and Melbourne. Both of them were about the same, about three and a half grand. We picked up three legs, the first three legs in Melbourne. We missed that last one. We missed by nose and we had three horses. One was paying seven, one was paying seven and uh, one was paying one and a half. And I was barracking for the two paying seven because they were coming around, the, they were first and second coming around the bend and then that one and a half one just, oh, just it was just, I th- it should have won and it just didn't know how to win. Yeah. And probably another few steps would have won and that's it. That's yeah. race. That's racing, isn't it? That's yeah. why we do it. Yeah. 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 It just, you just go, just curl up in a ball at the end of the day when you go through that sort of, have that experience. So, Gaz, you got any uh, mailbag? Mailbag. Um, yeah, I did have two mailbags. Oh, yeah? Well, give, me, give me one well, of them. Well, there's I've got, a few, but uh, one of them were all in one category, which I just, I'm just i just going to mention the one thing. And, well, the first one I'll mention I don't is, know what you're talking about, how but I've you, got one for you. Don't worry. How come you guys, this is come, coming from Sydney, obviously, how come you guys are always bagging Sydney? I'm going to leave that one for you to answer. Well, don't they bag us? I reckon they do. I reckon they all do. I haven't got a chip on my shoulder. I actually love Sydney. Quid pro quo, you reckon? I know. I, I tell you what I am angry about. If I had to be angry about Sydney, I'm angry that um, I don't like that them and us thing and I don't like – I love the Everest race and that, but I don't like the way it's bad for racing. I just think the whole thing's bad for racing. 
Okay. And I think they are behind it. They're the culprits. They're the bad guys. Not us. And Victoria, Victoria are the good guys. <laughs> I, I, I heard Sydney had more cases than us today. Mm. Okay. So, <laughs> so no, uh, no I've got Victoria. something for you. Yeah. Let it, let a listener it. sent me an email. Um, Friday, Friday, there's a Hotham handicap, Gary, at Ballarat. At five o'clock, yeah, the last race. It's yeah. a get-out stakes, yeah, but it's a bit like Hotel California for some of these maidens. You can check out, but you can never leave. Yeah, they they they've been maidens forever. Some of these horses. The best trainer of maidens, Bryce Stanaway. He's got three chances. When he trains a maiden, they stay maidens. <laughs> so he trains them. So this is a race. To be a maiden. This is a race of horses that have run like 30, 40, 50 times yep. and none of them have ever they're all still maidens. Well, his superstar came second last year and of course the winner's not eligible, so it's the one they're trying to beat. <laughs> and guess how many times this 9-year 9-year-old maiden, 9-year-old maiden, I mean, she would have been a nun if she was in Ireland, you know. 116 <laughs> starts. I'm backing her. And it's only ever come a couple of seconds and a couple it's of It's never, it's still a maiden 116 times. Like he's never given up. I want a horse with him. He must love the horse. I'm backing her and I'm going to back, I'm, I want to back it maybe for a place, so. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's a great email from Isaac and I've named a Group 1 stakes race after him today in the Tip Stars. So All I, right. So it's on. We are fighting back. So I, you had uh, another mailbag? I did, uh, and it, there was a couple on this subject. Well, oh. And the letters S-C-H. Well, that's an acronym for something. They sta- They are pronounced sh, like in schedule. Schedule. S-K-H would be schedule. Yeah. And the letters were basically along the lines of you need to get it right. It's well, the Queen's English, you know, Kimmy. Can I just say, Gary... You'll learn something from this. But K is Greek and S-C-H is Latin and they come from the two Bibles, the Greek Bible and the Latin Bible, and that's why, you know, Americans spell a lot of words differently because they've got a Greek Bible and we have a Latin Bible. That's what the, the fuck are you talking about? I've never heard of a Greek Bible and a Latin it's, Bible. Well, K is a Greek, a lot of words are with You mean K. alphabet? In the, no, but K, like they spell schedule with a K. Like K is very popular in the Greek. Okay, the, well, we don't. Well, we used to see. Yeah, I know, but that's what the you want an explanation of why it's schedule. I actually like schedule. With, I like that. What, you like saying schedule, do you? It sounds like schedule. you're a lisp. <laughs> a lisp. So, uh, so we're looking at the Melbourne Cup. You love very elegant. Is that where it's going? Yeah, I think I think it's going to head for the cups. Um, yeah, well, hang on. Okay, don't just say cups and say you think you got it covered. I'm, I'm like a reporter. I'm like a dog reporter. Which her, cup? Let her rip, dog. <laughs> yeah, cups, both. Okay. Um, Geelong and Ballarat. <laughs> <laughs> no. The Hotham. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking it'll probably end up going for Caulfield and Melbourne cups. And the reason I say that is because it's, you know, it's already running two thousand, so it could go to the Cox Plate. But it won't. It can't do all three. It's got to miss one, and I think it might miss the Cox Plate. 
I think it'll go Caulfield Cup. I like uh, Ocean X. I read somewhere that it's got a mouth-watering 51.5 kilos for the cup. Of course it is. All it needs is a barrier draw. All the horses coming out of the race. And we're having free beer down the Flinders. Yeah. (laughs) If if the pub ever opens again. Yeah, it's got to start running a bit better than it has been in the last few races. All right. Um, Just going through some of our other horses in the spring watch. That Turnbull Stakes, that's you know, that's a race that has lots of good horses come out of that and a lot of good form. Yeah. Warning. So you'll be watching that. Yeah, Warning, Fish, yeah, Toffee was, Tongue, all ran really well. Oh, that Toffee Tongue, that was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Master of Wine ran ran well as well. Yeah, so you know. And then there's your thing, you picked that Perzan. What do you think of that? Yeah, I backed that. I might I'm well, it's in the cup. I won the Bart Cummings, so I will be probably leaning towards that if it's things line up on the day. You've got a bias there, have you? I have a bias there. <laughs> okay. You can also win with Jim Bradley Speedball. Take the Jim Bradley 14-Day Speedball Challenge so you can stay both physically and mentally fit if you ever need to self-isolate. Just Google Jim Bradley Speedball. Great song, that's 783. Gazza, do you know what the 783 stands for? No. What? (laughs) Well, go look back on the Morfittville episode where, you know, we asked you the same question about six months ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you ask me in six months' time, I'll probably say, no, what? <laughs> yeah, true. I'm going to put the link of that song up on Facebook for those who want to hear the full song. So I'll put the link on if you've got Spotify. This week's races, Gary, are all distance races. So I reckon Deep Blue's good at the distance races. Firstly... I want to mention the Silver Eagle, which they try in Sydney, try to sneak in it as a Group 1. It ain't a Group 1. And one, we're not going to dissect it and we're not even going to talk about it except to say... It's not a Group 1. ...that the Gator is back. Oh, okay. Alligator blood. Yeah. And he's like a seventy-five carry. Got the drugs out of his system. Oh, well, didn't he also have, like, the electric whip happening and everything? Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah, I don't know either. And maybe we shouldn't talk about it because it's in front of the courts. Spring Carnival champ, uh, the Spring Champion Stakes, over 2,000. I'm sticking with number three, Love Tap. Um, <laughs> it's got an ordinary draw, but I was on it last time, so I'll stick with that. Do you? Yeah, the, look, I'll just... The system's got uh, Montfilia at two dollars. Well, that's the other favourite, isn't it? Yeah. The two favourites, Love Tap and Well, it's got it at two ten. The tote's got it at three sixty. So that's a fairly big discount. Yeah, I think it's going to be the favourite, but it's between that and Love Tap. Uh, I, I'm happy with Montfilia. The only concern I've got, I guess, is that it's a three year old race, and you yeah. just never know what might pop up. Yeah. You know? Yep. So then we swing over to Caulfield, which we're way more excited about. Uh, um, it's a good track. I'm not too sure it's going to be a good track, Gary, so I think a lot of my ratings might go out the door a bit. 
I can't believe it's a good track. I was delivering mail today, and it, when I took off from the letter, but I left that many skids on that many nature strips. I know, and that, that it's not good down here. It's soft, and that's a lot of a lot of the jockeys ring up, Gary, and they go, "You've been skidding around while you've been doing the deliveries today," because they want to know. <laughs> that's the determiner of the track. That's the, the skids, de- the depth and the length of the skid. So before we get on the quaddy, the first group one is the stakes, the IG stakes. Yeah, just before you say that, um, I did, it was too late. I've already said it. You said um, <laughs> Caulfield is good, right? I really want to see the four races before the quaddy starts this week at Caulfield because when it's been wet, Caulfield is renowned for having some sort of a bias. Yeah. You know, either the ones in front are on the rail, never nothing beats past them. That's right. Or so it's the other way around. They never. They just stop. You know. So you got to look at the first. Um, you know, races two to six and get a feel for the uh, I the really track. feel it's going to be a day like that. Not saying what it is, but it's going to have a bit of bias a somewhere. bias, yeah. You know, uh, so, the, uh, so the first race, group one race, is uh, the stakes race, Gazza. Right, which and is not very, one of the legs. It's a very, very short leg. I think there's only seven in the race or something. It should be up in Sydney, this race. Well, if it was in Sydney, I would have bagged it. But, like, you know, hey, you know, we're doing it hard down here. We love Victoria, the whole of Australia, I know, and I know the whole of Australia does because I've seen those ads. This is the the old Caulfield Stakes, this race, I reckon. Yeah, it and, is. Um, so who do you like? Well, uh, Russian Camelot's come up at $1.60. You don't yeah. get them coming up much shorter than that on the it's big bit of a watch big race. doesn't get shorter than that. I'm going to have it in a running double because there's no value in this race. Yeah. Well, well running doubles, um, the other one would be to look at – I know you don't like trifectas, but... There's no value in it. Humidor got beaten by Russian Camelot last start, mm-hmm. but not by much. Yeah, but you'd have to have that coming first and then, if there was value. And then plodding along behind Humidor in the same race was Galio Chop at $25, which yeah. is definitely going to improve because it mm-hmm. likes a bit more distance. Why wouldn't you just go one, two, three, those three, in uh, that order? Because there's a couple of other better horses in there than those horses. Even though I hear what you say, I just think Russian Camelot's going to win and I just don't reckon there's any value. But I want to watch that race, nearly enjoy that race more than any other race because to watch Russian Camelot, if it does come out and really win, it's going to be the favourite for the Caulfield Cup probably. I can't believe I'm hearing you say you're going to enjoy a six-horse race. Yeah, well, I am. Race seven is the 1,000 guineas. Now, it's 1,600 metre. Why 1,000? Where's the 1,000 come from? What's the guineas? The 1,000 guineas. Yeah, What's the thousand guineas? How much is that worth? I don't know. But it would have been. Is that what it was? You reckon that was a purse originally? Yeah, I, 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 it's not really much forth, so. forethought in saying a thousand guineas, and you think, well, we got next year we're going to put it up to one twelve hundred guineas because we're going to keep putting them up. <laughs> no, we'll just call it a thousand guineas. So who do we like? Um, well, we've got instant celebrity at three to one. Yeah, I like that. That was a good uh, sorry, run. Sorry, Instant Celebrity, four to one. Hungry Heart is also four to one. Yeah, and Hungry th- Heart's a favourite. Okay, and Thermosphere is at five to one. Now, Thermosphere is 15 to one on the tote. So value, that, that is, is another big, big blue, deep blue value bet, um, although it looks like Instant Celebrity and Hungry Heart are probably the two going to be the two favourites, the two picks of the race. What are we going to do for the quaddy? For the quaddy, um, you want to go through that now? Oh, yeah, while well, we're talking about it, yeah. Uh, I think this is going to be a one-out leg. On instant celebrity. On instant celebrity. So that's our risk. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm actually liking Odium at that. I'm going to have a bet on that, but I'm happy to go one-out on instant celebrity. That was my other like. Okay. Yep. So the next leg, the the main race, the Caulfield Guineas, 1,600 metres again. 
Okay. And uh, for this one, the system's got Ole Kirk at 350. You like the Ole Kirk, don't you? Yeah. Are you going to put a bet on that? Um, I look for the value and I'll probably go for King's Legacy. It's got, okay. It's got that ranked at 350 and that's seven on the tote. So I'll probably just go King's Legacy. So that's equal ranking? Yeah. yeah. I like that Tagalia. Yeah, again. it's got that behind them, four to one. Yeah. So I quite like that, six to one on the right now. So. Um, so we're going to go wide. We'll put our tips up on um, on in our Facebook page. Yeah, we'll page. go wide on that leg. Yeah, yep, we'll put the, what they are up. And then we go in the Turak. I always reckon it's a hard race, this Turak. Yeah, yeah. You get a lot of surprises in the Turak. Well, the system's got Buffalo River and Junipal, both of them at 450. They are both favourites. And I Am Superman at 530. Now, I Am Superman is... Nine to one. Yeah, nine to one. So... There's a bit of value there. Also, Mandela effect. It doesn't. It doesn't. That's come up well on the system too. Well, I'm going to have a bet on I am Superman, but yeah, I, I think Buffalo River. I'd like to see that run well. Yeah. So that will be. We're going to go three out on that. Yeah, we'll go two or three on that. And that's yeah. uh, yes, I am Superman, Buffalo River, and we'll probably throw in Junipel, but just because it's it might end up the favourite. Yeah. And finally, we'll come home. We haven't used up our field leg. I notice. So finally we come home on a field leg, which is very exciting if we can just you know stay that long. Because you know what that means. That we can lay on. We can lay on. But I had a look, Gazza. The only one we'd lay on would be the favourite, which is that Order of the Garter, because that's like a really short 280 or something like that. So that would be easy to lay on. We'll just have to lay on quite big on that to make up, you know, $5,000. Order of the Garter's coming up at 380 on the system, so that's the system pick. But if you want some value, it's saying look at Mahamadides or whatever it's Mahama name is. Dais. Six to one on the system, 16 to one on the tote. I've already put a bet on that one. Yeah, I like Mahamadais. I've actually got, was going to put a bet on that as well. Yeah. Now, Chapata is another one that comes up pretty well on the system and it ran well last time. So, you know, it's not going to worry us. We're going to have the field anyway, but uh, that's probably worth looking at too if you having a bet on the race. We're pretty confident right to the extent that we're happy to underwrite your bets. Uh, so <laughs> we feel as though these are the ones to get on this week with that confident. Now, Posty Pig's pick? Posty Pig, yeah, I didn't see, I saw Posty Pig briefly yesterday and he laughed his head off at me because I was delivering to a caravan park for the first time and I actually rode in and delivered to each of the caravans. <laughs> And he goes, you never fucking do that. And he couldn't stop laughing and he was telling everyone about it. Well, so what are you supposed to do, just give to the office? Yeah, but the office was closed. But there was a there's a box out the front oh, that you was, can leave it What are you, in. a mind reader? Anyway, so, yeah, he thought that was funny. Um, so funny that he lost track of um, the conversation about racing and I didn't get his picks. But I do know he's a big fan of Ollie Kirk, so let's let, put him down for that. Let, he'll be happy with that and yeah. he probably won't know anyway. Yeah. Um, as we surreptitiously pick his brains. <laughs> uh, we're going to post our, uh, our, our selections on the um, Tipstar Facebook post, page. <laughs> Next week, Gary, is the time-honoured Caulfield Cup day. And it's also Australia's flashiest sprint race, the Everest in Sydney. They can't help themselves, can they? It's like the Mardi Gras of racing. The Everest is not a Group 1, even though it's got the biggest prize money in Australia. Gazza, do you know how much it is? Oh, I've got a feeling it's around $12 million. 14 Well, it might be 12 but it's marked up as 14 The You know, it has that COVID discount right now. Yeah. But $14 million, Melbourne is only half. Melbourne Cup's only half that was seven. Yeah. Why 
How? What are they doing? Yeah, it's it's amazing, isn't it, what they've done there? And they don't even attract the sprinters from, you know, they don't even attract the sprinters from all around the world. It's just Australians. Well, normally, Gazette, we normally catch a train to Caulfield for the carnival with the carnival atmosphere and dance and drink and everything. And if we win, taxi home. And if we lose, train, bus and chairlift. And you can have that at any old odds. Those were the days, stepping over drunk chicks as we're leaving their races. Thank you for listening to Tipstars. That's what I remember. One horse racing. Further information can be found at tipstars.com.au. And remember, please gamble responsibly. This episode was brought to you by Nishmark, your right-hand team for digital marketing, social media and podcasting. Thinking of starting a podcast? You do the talking, we do the tech. Contact Nishmark to get started.